It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to this episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator and host of this award-winning show, and it's my aim in every episode to help you find ways to improve your e-commerce business. In today's episode, I'm chatting with a startup with someone who's been live for just over just about 12 months as we're talking, who's a reaching the point where she's about to really scale that growth and we talk about how she's scaling it why she started the business what she's learned in those first 12 months what she'd do differently the tools she's using uh, what she's chosen to outsource um, and how she organizes her time because she's also balancing multiple businesses and children so there's a lot in here which no matter how big or small our business we can all learn from so I hope you like it uh, before we get into that though please do check out the sponsors This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Klaviyo will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash master plan. Is your website slow? Has your online business outgrown your current hosting provider? If you answered yes to either of those questions, it's time to move over to Cloudways. Cloudways is a managed cloud hosting provider that is built for online businesses. From a hassle-free launch to smooth server operations, Cloudways is your partner in scaling your e-commerce business to greater success. Go to cloudways.com and use the promo code masterplan to sign up for a new Cloudways account and get a free $25 hosting credit. And now to introduce today's special guest. Jessica Bellinger is the founder of online cosmetics brand Bess and Colour. Founded in December 2019, they're now 12 months in and have achieved $37,000 in sales with growth accelerating. Hello, Jessica. Hi, nice to meet you. Great to have you here on the show. It's always nice catching up with an earlier stage business. So, um, so I mean, this, this must be quite fresh in your mind, but how did you get into e-commerce? What led you to start Bess and Colour? Um, so I'm a full-time wedding photographer, actually, on the side. And I realized that, um, so I have three kids and I was traveling a lot for work. And I just really knew eventually I wanted to move to doing something out of the house and selling stuff from home. Um, so I kind of did some research. I, I took a, um, a workshop that taught me a lot about, uh, e-commerce and stuff. I did research on, you know, markets and I realized that I really wanted to sell nail polish and get into, you know, the beauty industry and stuff like that. So, um, that's kind of how it originated. Um, I, I had a very failed attempt early on where I tried to like basically drop ship and I did horrible. So I got, I took a workshop and it helped me um, basically figure out how to do it the right way and how to source manufacturers and stuff like that. But yeah, it really just came out of a place of knowing I wanted to change what I was doing. And uh, that's that's how I got into e-commerce. I think quite a lot of people often take that first step with drop shipping, thinking it's going to be the the route 
to success, but it's a lot harder, isn't it, than uh, than people think. It's a harder sell unless you really find a great product that people that Amazon isn't already selling. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. That's it in a nutshell. Okay. Well, look, let's uh, let's explain to everyone a bit more about Bess and Color. So where in the world are you based and where are you selling to? Well, I live in Florida, so everything gets shipped out of Florida and manufactured in Florida. Um, well, not everything, but the nail polish um, gets manufactured in Florida and some of it gets manufactured in California. And then, um, but uh, right now we only ship in the U.S. because there are um, there are laws uh, that the postal services um, follow to make it hard to ship things that are flammable and nail polish is considered flammable. So um, I think we have to have some sort of special permit. And even if we do get the permit, it ends up being really, really expensive to ship it um, for individual orders. Now I could probably figure out how to ship wholesale orders to like smaller companies who ship them out in different places, but I haven't done that yet because it's just kind of a headache. They made a lot of regulations on shipping nail polish um, in the past few years, actually. So it's been harder to ship abroad, even though I have a big fan base abroad. <laughs> and they just follow my stuff, hoping one day I'll eventually be able to ship to them. One day. Well, I mean, the good thing is at least you're in a large country. So there's plenty of sales to go after in the US, aren't there? Whilst, um... Right. Yes. No, there is. I just, there's, we actually have like a lot of people in the UK that love my, my nail polish and I would eventually like to be able to ship to them. <laughs> One day, one day it'll happen. Yeah. Um, well, look, uh, we talked a little bit about the product. We know it's nail nail polish. What makes your nail polish special? We're 10 free, which means we are free of like the 10 most toxic chemicals usually in a nail polish. We're also vegan, cruelty free. Um, our polish is made in the US. Besides that, we are our colors are actually inspired. I don't I don't know if you're familiar with Wes Anderson, but um, mm -hmm. they're inspired by the color palettes in his films. So the colors are actually like named after like people, places, objects, and phrases from his films, um, and that kind of reached like a very niche audience um, because I've always you know when I was creating the palette, I was so inspired already by the colors in his films. I was like looking at photos, trying to basically like replicate some of the colors I saw. Um, and then I was like, you know what, this is like a thing. It's, it's, it's a thing. I'm just gonna make it like, uh, you know, inspired by the films in general, because that's where I was deriving the inspiration from. How cool. That definitely quite uh, makes you stand out that, because it's not often you come across a nail polish range, which are inspired by a film. Right. Yeah. And I have a, a background in film photography, like shooting actual like um, analog. So I've always loved like the color palettes in film in general, in the way that they show color in a very vibrant, but like, I don't know, just a different way. And it's so pretty. And so I already had an appreciation for those types of colors. Um, so yeah. Very cool. And um, what platform have you decided to sell all this on? Are you a Shopify person, a Magento, WooCommerce or something else? Um, Shopify. I, I am Shopify. I love Shopify. And given you love Shopify, are there any widgets, plugins, etc. you'd like to uh, to share with the audience? I really love the, uh, the upsell widget. Um, I think it's just called in-cart upsell, but I think. <laughs> but it's basically like if they add something to their cart, it pops up and it's like, add this, you know, for $10 or whatever. Um, and that's been really, really helpful at generating, you know, extra sales and stuff. But there are so many apps that I have that I love. I love Klaviyo. 
Um, I use that for my email uh, campaigns and it's just been so easy to use. So I love that as well. I'm, g- I'm going to guess now that one of the reasons why you like the upsell tool so much is because you're selling quite a low price point product. Yes. Which, yeah. which is challenging in the e-commerce space. So is a lot of your focus on increasing AOV, average order value? Yes. So it is a low price product. Our, our nail polishes are $16, but for a nail polish, that's expensive. So, um, so I'm in like a weird space of, uh, but, but you know, what's funny is I think our order average is like about like between 25 to $40. Like we get a really good, order average, um, you know, people usually don't come to our website and just buy one thing. So, um, and it's been pretty surprising actually that, um, some people will go all out and buy, you know, like seven nail polishes and that ends up, you know, having a huge cart. So like our order average is, um, higher than just the the regular price point. So, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, um, you know, that's why I'm adding more and more products, different accessories and stuff, because I really feel like those little tiny things are going to make the huge difference in the long run. We can all get the spreadsheet out and realize that there's more profit to be made by putting more products into an order. But when you're the one who's doing the picking and packing yourself, it's so much more fun to pack a box that's got five things in it than one. Yeah, no, I, I feel like, I mean, not, not that I am, but sometimes I'm like, when I have to package like one item, I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> like almost like throwing away money. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so much went into packaging this one item, all the, all the stuff I need to package it, you know, but, but it's also an entryway. So we also have like a really good uh, return, our, our customers return and buy often. So um, the people who do buy from us are very, very loyal. Um so even if they buy one thing one time, you know, next time they're going to buy again or for the holidays or for their friends. Um, we have a very loyal customer base and I'm really thankful for it. What do you think makes them loyal? Is it what you've done with Clavio? Is it what you do on social? Is it just the quality of the product? Once they've tried your nail varnish, they're not going to go elsewhere? I think I think it's that, that I, that I offer um, more than just like a big more than like what an OPI or SE offers where, where there's no connection to who you're buying from. And I think I do that through social media a lot because I'm very active. You know, I, I talk on my Instagram stories. Um, I show my face on there. Um, I talk to people who DM me. Um, and then I also offer a product that is very, um, I guess like more in the luxury realm of nail polishes. So it's a good good product. It's healthier. Um, we also, our packaging is all like biodegradable. So it's a little better for the environment. It's just like a more of a boutique vibe for uh, nail polish. And so when people come, I mean, they keep up with my life. Like these people like will follow me on other things and social media and like support me, you know, they supported me through my book launch and stuff like that. So it's been really great. Um, you know, and I, I think it's showing up on social media a lot and just being very like transparent about everything, um, never hiding anything. 
there's kind of two key things I guess I'm taking from what you're just saying there. One is that you've taken the kind of the ethos of the brand, the non-toxic, vegan, sustainability kind of theme you've got going on. You've taken it into the packaging and it's amazing how many businesses create this eco product and then send it out in packaging, you know, plastic packaging. It's crazy. But the other thing which resonates is you're saying about your personally connecting with the consumers. And I think that's something which in 2020 we've seen brands. I mean, it's it's been a trend for a while, you know, revealing the humans behind the business and built doing that storytelling and building the emotional connection. But I think it's something which in 2020 has really, really driven dividends for businesses because most people are stuck, many people are stuck at home. And they're you know, being told not to connect with other humans by the powers that be. And so to get that connection anywhere, is, it should lead to more sales. Yeah. And, and it does. And I mean, I have girls who just support me through a lot. You know, I've made a lot of friends. And because of that, I, I have a very low amount of complaints. Like, like I've only gotten a very small handful. Like I can probably less than five uh, of people complaining or, you know, just like, butting heads with people. Um, you know, it does happen, but, um, you know, that's just any business. So because of that though, I've had like a really great run, um, you know, with my customers. Kind of flipping completely from the customers to the team. Is it, obviously it was just you starting the business. Is it, has it been just you for the whole of this first 12 months? Yes. Um, I, I do. Now I don't have like a team that's working under me necessarily. Like I, I don't hire them as employees, but I do work with like freelancers. I work with a uh, Carrie with Joyful PR. She does my PR, but she's freelance, so she's her own company. And then um, I also uh, work with a with a ad marketing team that I just started working with like about four weeks ago, and they run my Google Ads, Facebook Ads, Instagram Ads for me. Um, and they're, they're actually helping me scale pretty well. Um, there's been like a, a decent ROI. Um, <clears throat> I love what they do. I mean, it starts off slow when you do that kind of thing, cause they have to build audience, you know, they're starting from scratch, but, um, so far, you know, they're, they're doing great. And then the projections are also great. So I'm really excited to continue working with them for, you know, the next few years. Um, so that they basically hired them to help me scale because I needed help, um, I could not do the marketing on my own. I know a lot about Facebook ads, but I just didn't know enough. And I just don't have time. Like they have time, you know, like they're running something like 30 ads for me. And, you know, I could barely keep up with three ads. So mm. there's only so many hours in the day, aren't there? And, it, and it's so crucial to pick the right things to outsource. So the, the ads you've outsourced because you don't have the higher level of expertise you want um, or the time to do it properly. What led you to outsource the PR? You know, it's a lot of work reaching out to people and getting people's attention. And when I did it, it just didn't work. Like I, I could, I am not great at, you know, I can do sales. I can sell, but not through an email. Um, I sell in my own way. And that was just not my strong suit and it never was. And I don't have time to follow up with people all the time. I have three kids. I have wedding photography. I'm still doing full time. Uh, I was in the midst of writing a book. So I mean, like, I just, I knew it was super necessary. Like I needed help with that. I needed it to be done. And she actually reached out to me um, and kind of sold herself to me. And I was like, okay, well, let's make it happen because I need help. I, I really do. So uh, it Investing in her was like one of the best decisions I made because she has been so helpful through 
Yeah. I feel like I have a personal assistant sometimes because she's scheduling <laughs> things for me. <laughs> cool. And um, and you mentioned there, you know, you're balancing a lot as you start this business. You know, three kids and a wedding photographer business would keep most people busy enough. But you've written the book, which we'll talk about later, and um, and you've 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 launched this e-commerce business. How do you? manage your time? Is it, you know, whatever's shouting loudest or do you have a structure across the week to keep you focused? Um, I, I have no structure at, at all. <laughs> Absolutely none. Um, it's really, I make a list of the things I need to do and I try to get through that list. Um, anytime something comes to mind that I need to do, I just write it down. And every day I try to get a few things off the list. Um, but really my mom, I, I don't do well with like a very structured things. I actually, I, I'll like be less, I, I can't do, I don't know why. I just can't do schedules. I can't wake up at a certain time every day. I can't like, you know, unless I have to bring my kids to school, but like the way I work is just very all over the place, sporadic. Um, I do have to like, I mean, there are some days I'm like, okay, I need to spend like a whole hour doing this and block everything else out. But, uh, but there's really no rhyme or reason. And I, and I think that's kind of a, um, I think for some people that would be crazy to them because you've been told your whole life that you need a schedule, you need structure to be able to, you know, start businesses or, or be an entrepreneur. But uh, I feel like some of the best entrepreneurs just work very messy. Um, and, and it doesn't matter how well it's done as, as long as you're working on it and getting it done. Um, I think it's the most important part because some people are wait forever for the right time to do it. And there's never really a right time. You just kind of got to jump in. Yeah. And I think it's also about understanding ourselves. And if you know that schedules don't work for you, why, why, why beat yourself up creating a schedule that's never going to help you get the work done? That would just be crazy. Yeah. It's agonizing. I don't like schedules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so Jessica, with all of, with all this that's gone on over the last 12 months looking back at it what what do you what would you change if you could change anything what would you do differently you know the launch was terrible because I had no launch I had no launch plan I basically just like let my friends and family know I had a very small I didn't know what I was doing I was completely um I didn't know how to work with influencers I didn't know how to build hype for a product um, and I'm honestly just learning about that now. I'm just, you know, in the past few months, I'm understanding what gets people to buy, what gets people interested, how to hype something up. Um, you know, it's taken me almost a whole year in business to learn how that stuff even works. So right now I'm hyping up uh, new products we have for um, the holidays. So this is going to be like my my official first uh, like launch of a big product where I'm going to try to, you know, make this launch really um, like work and happen um, because I had no idea what I was doing when I started. And I, but I just jumped in. I was like, I need to start now. Um, and it was hard. It, the, the first six months, I, I think I just, I didn't even like post anything. Like I didn't even try. Like I, I mean, I did a little bit, but like it was very small at first. And then finally I was like, either I need to stop selling nail polish or I need to make this work. And that's when I started mm -hmm. working. <laughs> but but that's it. Sometimes you have to you have to go at your own pace, don't you? Especially when you're the you're running a one person business. Right. You no, know, you have to go right. 
right, well, let's just get it live, tell a few people about it, check the basics work, and then we'll start on the next stage. And, you know, you like, like you said, you could have, uh, you know, tried to learn everything there is to do to know about launches, but you probably still wouldn't be live because you'd be watching another course or watching another course. Whereas now, you know, that's, that's the joy of e-commerce. There's always new products coming along, so you can always do another launch. There's always another thing to test, another right, thing yeah. to try. And this holiday launch is going to be like the main like my, probably like my biggest launch, but we'll see. Like, again, like I never know what to expect because I've never done this before. So this is very new to me. And, you know, for, for someone, I I had no investors. I really had nobody to tell me the right way to do things. I mean, I did have help and, you know, people I reached out to, but really I was totally on my own figuring it. I learned the hard way in every single aspect. So, um, but I'm grateful for that. Like I, I'm grateful. I, I learned the hard way because I learned. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS, and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, platform is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash masterplan. Cloudways, a managed cloud hosting provider that is all about simplicity and freedom. Cloudways supports all major e-commerce platforms, including WooCommerce and Magento. It offers performance-oriented features such as managed backups, free SSL certificates, Cloudways CDN, built-in caches, security, and 24-7 support. Go to cloudways.com and use the promo code MASTERPLAN to sign up for a new Cloudways account, and you'll get a free $25 hosting credit. It's time for the Top Tips Round. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So, Jessica, you ready for the top tips? Yes. Uh, The book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? I would say I'm stuck between a few, but uh, The Secret is it's not even necessarily a business book, but it's essential to like understand, um, I guess manifestation and, um, and focus on things that you want in order to have the mental longevity to continue on to your business and continue to work at it. You have to understand, uh, your mind more than anything, because you're going to use a lot of mental power to, you know, make your business work. So I think the secret was a really, really great one for me, um, because I really harnessed, you know, my mental power, Cool. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if we've, we've had the secret mentioned before. Someone's going to email me and go, Chloe, it was mentioned in episode such and such, but, <laughs> but I don't remember us mentioning it. So thank you for adding that one to our list. Uh, the traffic top tip then, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Um, two, uh, Instagram, going on Instagram, being very active. 
I get a lot of sales when I am posting, when I am in my stories. Um, and also, I mean, email marketing. When, when you have a, a list of people who already love your product and you give them valuable emails. Now, don't email them all the time, but I email them like once a week um, with you know a sale or, or something good. And those people will buy from you over and over. Um, so those, those two things are just the best, like irreplaceable. I mean, obviously, I think you should also be running ads and other things. But um, those two things are where I generate most of my sales. Nice. And then the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plug in a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? I mean, I would just say the the plugins on my Shopify, I have like so many amazing ones. And like I said, that upsell app um, has been great. It's been super helpful. I don't really use like a tool to talk. My email, my, e- my emails are the best tool because I email con- more than I text. Literally, I'm always emailing. So and Zoom, Zoom Zoom's great. All, all of the tools, all of the business tools are <laughs> equally important. <laughs> All about communication. Okay, then the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? So this is actually where I am right now. So mm-hmm. uh, my what the tip I took um, that I would recommend is is hire hire someone to help you. Um, hire a marketing team. Hire someone to run ads and scale your business if you don't know. Because uh, when when you hit that and you feel like you can't do it on your own and you're not knowing how to scale, if you don't have the time to learn and do it yourself, then hire someone who does and who does it professionally already and already has results. Yeah, it, you, there's only so far you can take it on your own. Yeah, it, it's it, it. You'll just spread yourself too thin. But uh, but let's say this is the only business you do, and if you really can buckle down and figure it out, like more power to you. But if it's overwhelming, you know, don't bother, just hire someone. And even if it's expensive now, it'll pay off later. Jessica, thank you for all those great tips and for giving us lots of insight into your story and what's been happening. Before we say goodbye, though, could you let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yes, of course. So, um, my my business we've been talking about, Bess and Color Nail Polish, is Um, My personal website is uh, jessicabellinger.com, where you can, you know, just like read more about me, my book, and stuff like that. And then um, social media is for Bess and Color is at Bess and Color um, for Instagram. And then my personal one is Jessica underscore Bellinger underscore. Cool. And we've mentioned your book a couple of times. I know it's only recently come out as we're recording, but it'll be a few months down the line when everyone's hearing this. So can you tell us a little bit more about your book, please? Yes. It's called The Humility Paradox. It's basically a modern take on how to harness and practice humility um, in a way that grows your lifestyle, but also can help you grow your business. I do talk about business and uh, personal life in it as well. It's kind of like a self-help book in general. And I feel like practicing humility can help, you know, people who are wanting to start businesses um, and also just better their life and their lifestyle and their heart around things, especially now in a time where um, people are arguing a lot and fighting a lot. It, you know, using humility um, might actually be refreshing to practice it and, you know, bring it into our lives and make us feel a little bit more at peace with the world around us. 
and who doesn't want to feel a bit more peace at the world around us? Yeah. So, um, you can get uh, Jessica's book on Amazon. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, Jessica, as I said, thank you so much for coming on. It's always really nice to speak to someone who's in such early stages with their e-commerce business because we can all learn a lot from you. So thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks. Of course. Thanks for having me. What I always love about catching up with new businesses is that we can learn, it doesn't matter how long we've been in business, there's still lessons we can learn from even the newest of businesses. And I guess key things for me there was Jessica finding, you know, finding things which she didn't have the time to do, she didn't have the skill set to do and starting to outsource those. That is key to growing any business. Stop doing things you shouldn't be doing. You've only got so many hours in a day. I thought, you know, the focus on increasing the average order value. So you're putting more things in each parcel, which has a direct impact on your profits was really good. Um, and also that real focus on getting to grips with her customer, you know, connecting with them online and dealing with them that way. So, such a lot we can learn from there. You can get your hands on the notes from today's show, including the top tips and links to what we've mentioned by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. There you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many things I share to help you improve your business. If you liked this episode, then I've got quite a few recommendations for what to listen to next. Now, if you're into uh, to nail polish, to nail varnish, then check out episode 38. Yes, you're going to have to scroll back away to find that, which was with Mark Lippman from celebrity nail varnish brand, Deborah Lippman. And if you are in that startup space and you want more, more um, assistance there, then we each year we now track the journey of a startup. So last year, we tracked the journey of skincare retailer UXB Skincare. So you'll find multiple episodes with Simon about what happened during his first year focusing online. And this year, we're tracking the journey of Luke Carthy with his new business, Afro Drops, which isn't on Shopify, unlike many startups. That one's on WooCommerce. And um, Luke, you may know from uh, his work as an SEO and conversion rate optimization specialist. So I'm really excited to see how, how that all goes. Thank you for tuning into this and every episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help as many e-commerce business owners as possible to succeed and thrive with their business. So please do tell the other e-commerce business owners you know, because I'd love to help them too. I hope you have a great week. Keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.